What is poppin', motherfuckers? We are back with another episode of Far and Talk. You know what number this is? Probably like 13? No. We have not done 13 eight, pods, eight, but maybe eight. like six or seven. Okay, I had high expectations. Yeah. Long time no see, though. Uh, it's been a very hectic summer for both of us. Uh, but we're both back in Dubai now. Where you been, man? You've been all over the place, huh? Yeah, I spent most of it um, back in Africa with the family. I just wanted to check real quick how many pods we've put out. Episode number six. This is the number six. Yeah, we've been lagging. Damn. Okay. We've been lagging. I told Cousin, give us a year and we'll have 100 episodes up. So, anyway, South Africa. Started off in South Africa and ended up going to uh, Zimbabwe, which is where I was born. Haven't been back since. Bro, that is the craziest place that you will ever go. I've been telling you about it, but like... It's just like, like GTA is exactly mm-hmm. what it reminds me of. You know, everyone's drinking and driving. Um, there's no rules. The cops don't even have bikes or cars. So when they want to pull you over, they just jump in front of your car. Um, Sounds like the Wild West. It is the Wild West. What I've heard from you. It's just so random, though. Like, whenever people have asked me throughout summer, like, where's, where's Cousin? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah, bro, They're like, what? <laughs> yeah, because I have, like... Um, Dude, I have like something like 50 cousins. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never met most of them because I've always been in the US or somewhere. And again, like Zimbabwe is a far trip. Um, so I went back, met most of them for the first time, which is kind of crazy. Like imagine having all these family members and you meet them for the first time at 22. Yeah, that's pretty you nice. Kind of crazy. But um, super cool place. Like the main, the main reason I like Zimbabwe more than South Africa is there's not, not much crime. There's a little bit of crime here and there, but it's more petty theft okay. versus... South Africa's violence, you know, like uh, even I almost missed my flight coming back to Dubai because in Cape Town, you told me that, yeah, had a bunch of taxi strikes. And um, the morning I woke up, they were still ongoing and they had like taken over the fucking uh, the gas station at the airport. And um, pretty much what they were doing is, you know, the taxis were pissed off. So they introduced this new rule, which was that if, you know, you don't pay any of your fines or you commit a crime that your vehicle is going to get impounded, which is a okay. pretty standard rule. You know, like yeah. that's a rule all over the place. And they like, introduced that now? Yeah, so they, they made that a new thing. That's pretty much <laughs> what they were tripping over because like a lot of the gangs in South Africa, yeah, like a yeah, lot yeah. of them are taxi bosses, you know, and it's a big business there, um, the public transport. So they were not happy. And obviously these are like, again, a lot of the dudes committing the crimes. So, you know, half of them have got 50, 100 tickets, you know, yeah. for X and Y, and they just didn't want to, didn't want to abide by it. So what they did instead, and it's fucked up because the only people that it really affects is like the working class and it's like the poor people who want to yeah, go to yeah, work yeah. because, again, bro, these taxis, they'll like pack like 15 of them into like an eight-person taxi and like that's how they get to work, you know, from like the townships and stuff to, Okay, you know, so they just like put a bunch of people in one of them. Yeah, but again, this okay. is how these people get to work. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. only mode of transport, you know. They don't have money for Uber and that yeah. kind of stuff. So what happens is the taxis go on strike and they pretty much refuse to work. And the taxi boss sits at home, you know, he's got all his checks, he's printed money already. Um, and the only people that are suffering from it are like their people, technically. The working you know class, I mean? yeah. Yeah, so it's like what the taxis do is they just won't work. And so, like, why well, I almost missed my flight is because they'll go and they'll just block the roads, like just chill. Did you get lips. through or did you go back home and come no, back? No, so later? they'd started arresting all of them. So, like, on my way there, all the taxis were lined like on up. on the spot? Yeah, they just wow. arrest them on the side of the road because, again, it's just parked in the middle of the road and uh all the dudes were on the yeah. side of the road in cuffs and all their taxis were on um tow trucks and so now oh, the tow wow. trucks have to get um you know escorted out of there with police and everything because they're not having it but that's also why i prefer cape town to like anywhere else in south africa because cape town you know they'll actually do something about it like when it happens in durban and shit they don't give a fuck they just give in to like the taxis request yeah. because they don't have the manpower to do anything about it. But Cape Town, you know, they're kind of with the shit. So, like, no, nah, we ain't going to have that. So, I almost missed the flight. But, uh, yeah, made it back, thank goodness. So, And then I spent a lot of time, too, in uh, Victoria Falls, a small place. In, uh, is, that, is that like a city or is it just like a It's like its area? own little city. Okay. Um, but it's, it's also in Zimbabwe. It's one of, like, the seven wonders of yeah. the world. Craziest place. It's the biggest waterfall in the world, no? Uh, one no, of them. I don't think the biggest. It's the deepest. I don't really okay. know what that means, but you know they can't. Probably like the the how do you say like the tallest? Know. No, not the tallest. The deepest. Yeah, but what, what what's deepest? The gorge. I don't know. So bro. it doesn't go. It goes down. No, just like at the bottom. I don't know. Like deepest. I have no idea. Someone deep, correct us on yeah. this, but deepest waterfall in the world. 
um did a bunch of shit there you know like safari yeah, did yeah. uh the bungee jumping and the cliff uh, crazy bro i'd never do that though you seen that video in thailand of the guy di- doing bungee jumping and the the line just gets snapped yeah i was tripping bro like, it's i mean you know like i've skydived and done a lot of crazy shit but this like you just feel that emptiness in your stomach when you jump yeah up, and it's like you just close your eyes and you're praying you're praying you that it's gonna you. yeah you just no, I'd, I'd never do that shit so even skydiving i'd never do it i think Looking back on it, bro, it was the dumbest shit. <laughs> That's why I didn't go through, because I was going to get my license and everything. Yeah. And after a few jumps, I was just like, you know, I'm doing enough questionable shit where I might die young. Like, if I die young by purposely jumping out of a plane. Oh, it's just stupid. Unless you're good at it. Like, unless you just. Yeah. I, I mean, and I have other ways of getting adrenaline, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, adrenaline yeah. Adrenaline junkie, but, like, I don't need to do that kind of stuff to nah, get my adrenaline, nah. so. But you were all over Europe, though. You went uh, first world, and I went I started world. off in Sweden. I was in Sweden for two weeks, saw my family. I uh, had some friends in Dubai there. Very nice. We just had this whole, like, big villa and just, you know, chill for two weeks. Worked out. Then I went to the U.S., went to Houston. Luckily, didn't get shot in the head from the last part we did. That was crazy. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember. Because that got clipped, and it got, like, two million views, on, like, all over the place. It, it got must in have been our first articles. Pod. Yeah. The first episode got clipped. Um, and they put an article over it, and it said my name under under everything. So it bas- basically, just said that all their forces says is Houston is the shittiest place in the world to live in. Blah 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 blah. Just crackheads, which I did say, but like not to your extent. And then, I was the one getting real. Yeah, so I was just shaking, walking through customs and shit. But I was good. I was there for like a few, uh, I think like a week. Went to LA, went from LA to Houston again. Was there for two nights. Went to Miami on my own, solo Miami. Pretty, pretty that's crazy. crazy i don't know who the fuck goes solo miami that's all over fucking foreskin man uh but no it was it was good fun uh obviously i know some people there and stuff so what did you think of houston matter. because like for me i mean the whole reason so like how i ended how i ended up in houston was i was living in arizona at the yeah. time in tempe which is the college town there of yeah. asu and i had dropped out recently and the problem that i had is i dropped out and i was trying to stay in shape make content and stuff yeah. but all my boys were still in college right and like you know, you go out and you drink three, four days a week, and you obviously can't do that if you're trying to do anything fitness-wise. Of course, yeah. And, like, the degeneratism, like, you know, me, I struggle saying no. So, I, unfortunately, I'm not one of those dudes that can go out and not drink. Like, I have to just fully call the quits and stay at home, you know? So, and because that's the only thing, you know, you really do while you're in college, you know, it's not like you're going out and doing other forms of activities, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just usually going to the bar and that kind of stuff, so... I was like, fuck this, you know, I hit up Italian, and I said to him, I was like, bro, I will never live in Houston, because I'd been, you know, before visiting with Anaka and stuff, and I was like, fuck this, I'll never move here. No, it, it is very bad, it is, it, it, I, was, I was very lucky, because both of the times I was there on my trip to the US, mm-hmm. it was like a big event, so the yeah. first, the reason I went there in the, like, in the first place, even though I've talked a lot of shit about it, is because Anaka had like their five-year anniversary, mm-hmm. so we just like, Went crazy on that whole weekend. Yeah. Drinking Thursday to Sunday. Uh, extremely not good for my liver. Yeah, bro. But uh, Crazy yeah, fitness push- brand you got there. Yeah, man. You know, I got power. <laughs> and then uh, the second time I went, it was, what's it called? Summer shredding. Mm-hmm. Very, very overrated. Like, yeah. I went there and I saw, like, two people I'm, I know through social media. Like, it was... Really? Yeah, but it was just, like, it was all... Like no hate, obviously. There's a lot of people trying to, you know, yeah, get the, get it, get there in the fitness industry and stuff. But there's just a lot of people who just like tripods, recording TikToks all over the place. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. like I don't know, but I mean, not my vibe. Yeah, for like for me, bro, like I had, I ended up in Houston because like there was all this hype around it, you know, like yeah, this but that was, was back then. Yeah, so this yeah. was when you know, like everyone was like Houston, Alphaland is the shit, and I got there and I was like. I was just, for me, I was like, there's, it's such a low quality of living if you go there specifically for the gym and to yeah. make content because all you end up doing literally is you wake up, you eat, you chill, you go to the gym and you come home. Like yeah. here, you know, a lot of the days we end up like the gym is like the main shit that we end up doing. But after that, you go hang we, out. We still boys. have to like kind of like plan our day around the gym, right? Yeah. And like, you know, here we'll go out and have shisha and yeah, stuff yeah, after. Yeah. Like you go to the mall, whatever. But there I found literally like, not much else to do other than the gym and all the other influences that I knew there were the same, you know, like, um, like just wake up, go to the gym, come home. And that was it. So like, for me, I don't think people realize and the gym will fuck people up that way. Right. Because people go to the gym. That's the only thing that they do. They get in shape and everything and they think they are winning, 
But if you're losing in every other aspect of life, like, I don't know how, how lit that is. You know what I mean? Like, if you, again, if you're going to become a professional bodybuilder, whatever, it's your main source of income is, you know, gym influence on social media. I get it. Like, that's your job. But, like, for people that aren't making money for it or aren't, you know, hoping that they're going to make money from it, it's yeah. crazy to me that that's, like... Yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's just weird that everything happens in Houston because there's nothing really else to it. Like, I know a bunch of influencers out in, like, Miami or obviously a lot of influencers moving to L.A. now. Um, but I, I, I just feel like everyone kind of goes where the hype is, right? Yeah. Which is something, in my opinion, you shouldn't do. Yeah. Like, you can do it for a little bit, maybe, like, a month. Just go there and just stay with the hype, you know, get involved, you know, with all the, everyone who's there. Like, now everyone is moving to L.A. Mm. Go there for a month you know, meet everyone, make some content, and then get the fuck out. Yeah. Because what's going to end up happening, everyone's going to move there, everyone's content's going to be the same, everyone's going to yeah. do the same shit day-to-day -day basis, so you're not going to be different, you yeah. know? Um, for me, there was also, again, like, my boy Italian, he was living there, so I was like, fuck it, I'll live with this Muppet for a year, see how it goes. Yeah. But, like, I mean, looking back on it, moving there solely for a gym is crazy. Like, yeah, no, I don't get it. Like, people move from all over the country to get in a... Like, just a one-bedroom apartment next to Alpha Land and just live there. It's crazy. Like it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, you know? It's crazy. Uh, there's back. a lot of good gyms around the world. I'd rather have a gym that's, like, empty and not as good as Alpha Land. Yeah. And just, like, be in there by myself and do content uh, and go down to Houston, like, twice a year. You yeah. know, you don't have to be there every day. I mean, alone, bro, like, Texas as itself, like, was a hub for gyms. You know, like, you had, all, like, me, going back, I should have moved, like, Austin because you yeah, have Austin is way multiple nice gyms and stuff uh -huh. there. You have, like, Lift ATX, which is, like, outdoors, kind of grimy and shit. You have uh, Factory was another one, even though, fuck, the characters there are a bit dodgy. Um, but, like, a few other gyms there. And then on top of that, you have all of Austin. Like, you don't have... For me, dude, I just... You have, like, the lakes and all that stuff, right? Yeah, so, like, I don't know. I found it kind of crazy. And now, like you say, everyone's just leaving. So now everyone's yeah. going to pack their shit up and move somewhere else often. Like, a lot of people are going LA. Like, I lived in LA for five years and... Same thing. It's very overrated. I, I don't know if I'd do it again, you know? It's just, like, it's so expensive for what you're getting. You know, the thing about Dubai is it's not cheap here. But you're getting what you pay for. And now, you, you know? no, but here's the thing about Dubai: you can live very cheap if you want to. Yeah. However, it's very, very easy to spend money here. Yeah. Like it's very easy. To, it's easier than I'd say ninety percent of the world. You just find expenses, right? Yeah. It's so easy to, you know, if yeah. you come here as a tourist to so go rent a car for two grand a day, you can go stay at a hotel for three grand a night. You know, like yeah. it's not hard. Yeah. Whereas if you go to like Houston, it's gonna be hard to. There's only one hotel, I think, that charges that much. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. No, 100%. So in Dubai, you have all these crazy expensive things that are made for tourists to, you know, get baited by. Yeah. So, but if you actually live here and settle down, you can live very cheap here. 100%. Probably way cheaper than LA. 100%. But yeah, I do. LA, I just, you know, I was like, I'm not, you're not getting, you know, you're not yeah, getting yeah, what yeah. you pay for at all, no. you know? And like, I also at the same time, like, at least for like now, like again, I was there for five years, like pre-COVID and post-COVID. And like, I just watched it, you know, slowly a little bit, like Brian into the homeless people everywhere and like being on edge and looking over your shoulder. Like, yeah, no, even me being there, I was there for a week. And I, by the time I left, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much done. And it's a big city. Yeah. Like, it's probably one of the biggest cities in the world. Right. Yeah. So, uh, just to me, that, that meant like. No, it's not a place for me to live. Yeah. To me, to me, LA is kind of like a wannabe Dubai. Like all the people there, yeah. even same as Miami, you know. They, no, Miami is for sure like a wannabe Dubai. They think yeah. they have money. They think they with the shits. But like until I came here, like I have not seen like. Yeah, and it's so, so casual here. Yeah. Like yeah, you so casually there. see a guy drive around in a $2 million plate, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's outrageous. It's yeah. something completely. And different. it's like no one, no one even turns ahead. That's what that's I, the crazy thing. Yeah. If I see a brand new fucking SVJ Aventador with a plate for $2 million, I might just like, you know, look at it with my eyes, but I'm not even going to think about it. Yeah. Like it just, it's just whatever. The amount of supercars you shit on a daily basis is just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's outrageous, bro. But and also, uh, I was going to say, with LA, I would move there if I was in like the managing industry or something like that because mm -hmm. the connections you make out there are crazy. Yeah. 
even that, yeah. It's, I mean, for connections, I think like you know, LA. I think LA is probably the best spot. LA, Miami, like those yeah. places, because again, I feel like still a lot of people underestimate networking. But if you're a good dude and you know how to talk, like you can odds you can find yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, you can get yourself into those circles yeah. pretty easily. Because even me, I'm not the best at networking, and being there for a week, I met like most of the people I wanted to meet. You know, like, yeah. It's not it's not that difficult as long as you get like into that kind of circle. Yeah. It's very easy to just like yeah. you know evolve from there. I mean, it's funny you also said that about someone shredding that it was like overrated and this and that because I know when I was there. So not this last summer, but the summer before yeah. that, bro, it was packed. Everyone was there, all the influences. So yeah. to me, it's, I mean, if you're saying it was meh, it's kind of already, you know. No, yeah, next. I don't think next year is going to be good. I don't it's know. already lost its hype, bro, and they put bands into that gym. I, know. I mean, I don't think that Alpha Land, to be honest, will, like, ever be profitable. I think it was more just for. It's not profitable at all. At for, moment. like, the Alpha Lead brand, yeah. you know what I mean? And for a place for, for branding, yeah, marketing purposes, yeah. But, like, the gym itself, I know it cost over $20 million. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of day passes. That's a lot of day passes, bro. And I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't really see. How much anything. is a day pass? 50 bucks? No, it wasn't that bad. Maybe 25. When I was there, it was like 25, 30 bucks. Okay, so you have Alpha. Imagine Bino's here. They probably have like a similar, not not similar amount of day passes. Maybe because there's so many fucking tourists coming out. I don't know. But there's a lot of day passes they go through as well. A day pass here is like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah, And it's built in just an old industrial thingy. The workers are so like, it doesn't cost anything, you know? Yeah. And it's so cheap to run that gym compared to Alpha Land. And they are like just. You know, a similar yeah. concept, basically. but just like a 20th of the price of Alphaland. Yeah, yeah. So if you run a business like that, fair enough. But I don't know Alphaland if it's going to be. Yeah. But, bro, uh, sticking with the gym and shit, I saw Greg Doucette made a video on yeah. you. It popped up on my, my YouTube. I think he titled the video, Steroids Ruined His Life. Yes. Which, that, that, that was not the... I did... Okay, so I made a post on Instagram, and I, I, it was a picture of my face. And I said... Um, I think I captioned it like TRT, uh, happy, something. It was you comparing yourself to when you were on heavy gear. Yeah. To just being on TRT. And, and now that you're on TRT, you actually feel better. You look better. All that. Yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, that, that was, that's what I was posted. Like, I, it wasn't nothing deep at all. Yeah. No, I just captioned it TRT, happiness versus trend and depression. Something like that, right? And he makes a whole, like, 10-minute video just going in how steroids ruin my life and how it ruins people's life. It didn't ruin my life. It made my life a whole lot better. Because yeah. I just, like, I enjoyed the gym more. I, you know, obviously I look crazier, which just gives me more exposure. It's my job. Uh, and stuff like that. And I, I love steroids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I don't, it, nothing deep. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like. You said that with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the deepest thing I've said on the podcast. You sat up to say that, bro. <laughs> no, I didn't mean like that. But anyway. No, uh, it, that, that's not what ruined my life. The, the thing that like, kind of fucked me over is that I did my prep, and then I came, off TR, I came on TR, I, yeah, started TRT, and then I had a lot of other shit just catch up to me at the same time. And then uh, I got a lot of acne and shit like that. It's just like all caught up, like different things. And then I was just like so uncreative. Like I didn't have anything. Like my mind was just blocked from just like creating content and stuff like that. And that's what I love to do. Like that's where that's yeah. why I am where I am. Uh, which I'm, you know, I'm good now. But back then I was just like I I couldn't just like process it. You know, I don't know. It was very weird. Could be because of the gear. I don't know. Because I was running training and shit, obviously. So yeah. heavy cycle. Um, but like- I only did one of those cycles. Uh-huh. So I can only imagine what people, because I know people do it for 10, 20 years, right? I can, I can yeah. only imagine what they feel like. So to me, like from now on, I'm just not going to go as heavy on the gear. I just started like a small blast of just a 400 test and might throw in some like bar or something later on. Uh, but for now, I'm just, I just popped out the test. Um, going to see how it goes. I feel way better already. Uh, just like when it comes to the training and shit. Yeah. Because also like when you look that crazy and you go back to looking more average, it kind of fucks with your head as well. I, I don't have that bad of a body dysmorphia. I still think I look fucking sick compared to other people, but like, you know, and compared to myself when yeah. I was 14. But still like it kind of like, you know, fucks with your head a little bit. Dude, it's wicked, bro. It, it fucks with it fucks with my mental like yeah. more than it does like my physical yeah. health. Like, but my- you don't even have to be on gear in order to get that body dysmorphia, you know, 
Yeah, no, it just makes it a little worse. I feel yeah, like. yeah, because you go from like being very like you know just pumped up and yeah and stuff to so, very so flat. What, so what did Greg actually say? Because I was watching some of it, but what he just pretty much just wasn't agreeing with so, what he had done or. No, he kind of just said I didn't watch the whole video either, either, because like halfway through I was just like, ah, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, free clout though. Like any any exposure is good exposure. So, um, he kind of just said like, you know, why you shouldn't take gear, blah blah blah, and like he explained this many times to people, like it's dangerous and shit. And I guess he just used me as a clickbait. I don't know. That's he took well. me as a, uh, he took me as an example, you know. Yeah. But he took me as the wrong example because some, you know. I, that competition was like one of the best yeah. things I've ever done on, in my life, and I don't regret doing it at all. Yeah. I do regret running the amount of stuff I did. I didn't. People still. I met. Okay, so I went to a fitness expo around a year ago, and I had the 17 year old kid coming up to me, and he said, "Bro, you inspired me so much." Blah blah. I was just like, "Yeah." He looked good as well. Like he was pretty jacked and whatever. And uh, he asked me something about gear, and I was like, "Bro, you're 17. You're running gear." He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, what, like, what are you running? It's like it's crazy. You're 17. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, I run a gram of trend a week. And I'm like, what the, I, like, what the actual fuck? Because that's just like a gram of trend a week at 17. You're going to be fucked for the rest. That's going to fuck you up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's going to stunt your growth. It's going to fuck with your hormones for the rest of your life. You're Everything. Have, you're for sure going to have to be on TRT the rest of your life. Because you're 17. You're not even, you're in the middle of puberty. When I was 17, my testosterone naturally was just so high that I got called up for gear. So it's like you should like if you're I'd say if you want to start gear, don't even consider it unless you're like 22, 23 or something like that. You know, I was, I was young. I was 19. Yeah. But like still it was all it, back then. It was my career. Yeah. So I kind of was like, OK, fuck it. I'm going to you know, I'm going to see what happens because I got called up for gear so many times. That's why I blew up as well. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'll try and just see what happens. <laughs> I'll try. But bro, this is what I've always said from like day one. Don't listen to like any social media person, no. whether it's great or no, 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 said, no, no. bro, even more plates, more dates. Just don't listen to anyone. Go to a doctor, like an actual doctor that specializes in hormones and shit yeah. and just talk to them. But this is difficult for people in like where I'm from, for example, like you, there's, you can't even get TRT prescribed. Damn. It's so like, they're so against steroids. So I get why people from those kind of countries just yeah. search it up online and find wrong information and do it. My only thing will be like, read as much as you can. Look at different people. Like James English, for example, he looks fucking crazy and he doesn't run much gear at all. But that's the thing. Like, that's why I say talk to a doctor because I feel like people are so confused. Like there's yeah. honestly, people have no idea. Like even people will say to me, oh bro, like you took steroids and you look like that, this and that. It's like, bro, I've done two cycles of 350 tests. Yeah, it's twenty five bar. It's like, nothing. And, and a little bit of one cycle with a little bit of mast. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. There's people that will look at that and, like, they'll think that I'm running crazy amounts of gear. And then there's people that will be running crazy amounts of gear and look, look normal times worse. Yes. So it's like, that's why I'm like, for people to, like, look at social media people, like, no matter who it is, like, mm. they re really, like, they have no idea what they're doing. No, and you, you have to, obviously, the only way for you to really figure out how you react is to take it yourself. Mm -hmm. That's why... You know, I would say, because even, bro, when I was 16, 17, I wanted to run gear so bad. I was yeah. like, I, we were talking in high school, you know, me and my homies were like, yo, should we try it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we didn't. And we, we, we all kind of knew, like, it's, it's fucking stupid, you know? Yeah. It's tempting. It is tempting. Uh, and it's, it's probably tempting for anyone that goes to the gym because you see all these jack guys and they're like triple the size of you. And the, all they do is just mm. stick a needle in their ass once a week, right? So it's very tempting. But... Just wait, give yourself time, and if you're in three, four, five years' time, if you're not happy with your progress naturally, then you can consider it yourself. I will not recommend it to anyone, but you know. For me also too, like, bro, it's not that I regret taking shit because, I mean, I technically blew up for taking some. So it's like I could sit here and be like I regret it, but then maybe none of this would have, you know, happened. No regrets, man. Yeah, but it's also at the same time, and uh, – Again, it's like it's funny because like you can mature like in such a like short span of time. Yeah. But like a year ago, I was like, no, fuck that. I'm 100% cool with running TRT forever, this and that. I'm now at the point where I'm like, shit, you know, I love the gym. I love working out. I always want to be in shape. But like it's not my life. Like I have more 
the, I have more to offer in life than, you know, a fucking sick cunt edit on TikTok. Like, you know, I, I don't want to. That's the thing. For me, it's like, it's not, I feel like it's a bit more different for you, but yeah, like, yeah. I'm not. I was going to say, yeah. I have no desire to compete, none of that shit. And so like, now like I've been fully TRT, like a hundred a week since prior to summer. Um, I'm going to the doctor soon to work, you know, check my levels and everything. I don't know if I'll run another cycle or not, or if I'll just come more fully and just pray that my test comes back. Because the other day too, I was like, shit, bro, like I want to have kids. And even though, you know, theoretically you, it should be no problem. You just take some, uh, HCG or whatever, and you're all good. Like if fast person forward, to person, yeah. Fast forward five years from now, if I can't fucking have a family and I have millions of dollars and I have everything in life, but I can't yeah, have nothing a family matters. yeah. because I've fucking taken gear when I was younger yeah. to fucking look sick on TikTok, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. No, that it generally, any, nothing would matter at that point. You know what I mean? It wouldn't so like, matter how much clout or money, whatever you have. I'd so, be, yeah. I'd rather be broke sitting up North Sweden with $20 to my name and have a family than sitting here That's in what a I'm big saying. mansion. So like me going back on it, I'm yeah. like, shit, like unless a motherfucker is, unless you are willing, because again, it differs person to person. Some people can run one cycle and they're on TRT forever. Some people can run three and they're still good. They can come off and they test yeah. fine. I've been speaking from experience. So I was, like I said, I started running gear when I was 19 and I ran tests and EQ. I think I ran like 500 tests, 500 EQ for... I think it was four months. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came off. I came off fully. I did my PCT when I came here to Dubai the first time. And I ran my PCT, everything. Obviously, my, my physique went shoop. But then I just came off. And I, I kept training. I kept doing my thing. And I kept doing that for like almost a full year until I actually moved, to, moved here. So I, kept just, I just came off fully, stopped everything. Didn't touch anything for like eight, nine months. And did and you get I, more bloods? Like while no, you I were I didn't off? even know what blood work was at the time. <laughs> I just, I know, I think I got my first blood work when I was like 20. Oh. Uh, no good. Don't do that. Take, take your bloods. Uh, but anyway, I came out fully, fully blank, you know, like nothing for like eight, nine months. And by the, like seven, six, seven months later, after like fully coming off, I looked way better than what I did almost on cycle, fully naturally. It was, like it was so weird. I don't know why. I just like I just kept training really hard, really hard, dieting, everything on point, and I, I looked similar to what I did on cycle. So it was like to me, it was kind of like okay. But then I, I got I got into my own head again, and I was like, fuck it, I look so good now. I should just take some gear. And then I ended up looking even better. That's when I peaked aesthetically wise. I think like 2021, late 2021, and then I came off. I just ran test and bar for like four months again came off fully, and then I did my prep cycle. That's the only only cycles I've done in my entire life. People think, I, well, yeah, obviously, I, after my prep, I was in TRT until now. Um, but, like, people think I've been blasting for years, you know? I've done two cycles of just tests, yeah. and then one prep cycle, which is obviously, like, a little bit of trend, a little bit of yeah. orals and shit like that. But I haven't done heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but even, like, now I'm at a point where I feel like I just want to get into, like, good, healthy shape. I'm not running much at all. And then kind of just, like, fade and eventually just come up fully and not even be a TRT and just stay. Because I know I can get to a really good shape without gear. Yeah. It might be different now, though, obviously, because I've been running TRT. But I want to see what I can get to, like, yeah. you know, naturally again. For me, bro, know? like, health was always a big thing. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I didn't prioritize it nearly as much as I should have purely because even though I did. your blood pressure had been sitting at 160 the past few days. Yes, yeah, so my blood pressure is a little <laughs> fucked right now. And that's why I've been tripping, bro. Yeah. Um, but I went to the doctor and I was like, yo, I'm on TRT. He's like, there's no way it's TRT that's caused it. So he said, maybe it's stress. And, bro, like, I trade for a I living. think it. Yeah, I think I'm, it is your stress. Bro. I'm always stressed out, bro. And now you're, like, in a. In a, in a, just a, what's it called? Just a cycle, like a bad cycle. Yeah. And then you I get stressed from your blood pressure and then your blood pressure goes up from the stress and then you look at it again and you get stressed and it's just like, boom, boom. Bro, I'll be tweaking. Over and over so again. Yeah. But I mean, I just feel like I didn't put, again, I was doing blood work, everything, like not doing crazy amounts of gear, yeah. nothing. But again, I then sit down and like I think to myself, shit, if five years from now or a couple of years from now, I try and have kids and I can't because I decided to fucking run gear. Like, I'm going to be so pissed at myself. And it's like, but not, that's enough, the thing. People, you not need, enough people yeah. look at that shit, you know, and they worry, like, they don't play the long term. Neither did I, you know? So it's like, um, I don't know. We'll see when we go to the doctor this week what's good um, and what bro says. I think you'll be good. But, uh, yeah, you Inshallah. know. Inshallah. 
Yeah, so it's not that I regret it or anything. If if it does fuck me up long term, then I'm gonna regret it. Um, I mean, and then I'll just abuse every substance under the sun because it's like what, what I got. Just to go ball and fucking turn into one of those. Yeah, you know, things. which I mean, like, bro, the amount of I've run such like little gear that I've yeah. never even had side effects. Yeah, like I've never had acne, hair loss, nothing. Like I, I've always had gyno from when I was a fat kid. Like I've had gyno since I was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Um. So like no, that. I'm the same. I had gyno since I was fourteen. It actually got better when I started taking a test for a cycle. Mine definitely didn't get better. Then, uh, but it's still the same till this day. It's a little bit worse now, obviously, but after my prep and shit. But gyno surgery. Let's do it together. No, fuck that. We're on a pod meet cycle. Fuck that, bro. Surgery. I like my gyno. No, I think. Do you? Yeah, bro. Get that shit licked a little. Yeah, it's <laughs> max. <laughs> Good, bro. Anyway. Done with the gear talk. So, yeah. But for me, um, health, I'm going to prioritize for sure. Yeah. You know? Um, That's what I said after, no, New Year's. I was like, okay, this year I'm just going to prioritize health, blah, blah, blah. And I actually did. Like, I feel way better now. Yeah. yeah. Too many dudes I feel like are taking gear and, like, a few years from now they're not even going to work out. Yeah, you know no, what that's mean? what happened. And it's know? like, fuck. Like, yeah. you've potentially just fucked yourself. That's why I, I don't know if I'll compete soon again because I know if I'm going to compete personally, I like to give shit my all. Like, if I would ever compete again, I would go in that bitch and I, I, yeah. I'd win that. You know, I'd just go in there and I'd win it. In order to win, bodybuilding shows in the IFBB, you know, like a pro qualifier, whatever, mm -hmm. you have to be extremely jacked and extremely shredded in order to get that to that stage you have to Are you going to compete again? What's your plan with that? I mean, potentially, it depends on, like, you know, how everything goes. Like, right now, I'm more focused on business and, you know, stacking up some m money and shit. So You're going to chuck on a Speedo and spread your glutes in front of growing men on stage? That's a multimillionaire, yes. Bro, I've been pumping up backstage with a Richard Mill. Oh, that's, that's crazy. actually crazy. For me, I also feel like that's changed a lot, like... Again, back in the day, if you wanted to make it in bodybuilding... Or oh, yeah, fitness, you ha you'd have to compete. You had to compete. That's how you were getting paid. No, the, re the biggest guys, like, economy-wise, like, the ones who have the most money in the fitness industry doesn't even look good, you know? Yeah. I mean, or again, you just have to, like, social media. So, for me, too, you know, if it's going to help you and everything... Yeah. Like, again, I know a lot of people, like, prep and stuff because it's good for numbers, you know? Um, I know, like, when James did his prep, his YouTube was going crazy. I know, yeah. same No, it, It's really good for sales and, like, commission and stuff, right? But, and, like, for people... Because the, the, what I value the most out of my whole prep is that I went to... I remember I went to a UK expo, a fitness expo. It's called... Yeah, the Arnold's UK. Um... I think I might go again this year. If you're there, come up to me. Uh, but anyway, I went there after my show, and we have, like, this stand, right? Boohoo, I used to work with Boohoo Man back then. And we had, like, the biggest booth in the whole thing, right? And they had, like, Andre, Simeon Panda, all those guys. Like big, I think they even had, who else did they have? Like, some big boxers and shit, Eddie Hall. Everyone was there, right? And they're all, like, in the, like, the, the big, like, like thinking where you take pictures and stuff and i was just standing like an idiot just on the side but i had a bigger line most of the time than any of those guys and i just yep. had like all these 18 19 year old kids come up to me and just be like bro i follow your whole prep you inspired me so much thank you you changed my life take a picture with me walk away they don't even look at that other guy like that to me i was like wow because all those guys standing there are my inspirations yeah and these kids don't even care about like they care, they wanted to come up to me yeah. and say like thank you you know got it that yeah, that, that, that's what I valued a lot. And then, like, I feel like a lot of people just followed my journey and shit. Yeah. Even though it wasn't that big, like, you know, uh, my prep series and shit. Like, I think I averaged, like, 50K views a video. But I posted, like, three, four times a week as well. So it was, like, very consistent. Yeah. So for um, me, again, like, if you're going to make hella bread from social media, you know, is it worth it yeah. to take shit that's going to take a few years off your life to compete? And you're not going to, you know, it's not going to benefit yeah. you in any other way other than, you know, you're going to compete. Yeah. But for me, it benefited me a lot. Like, yeah. I grew everywhere, like, a lot, you know? Just TikTok, Snapchat, all this shit. Yeah. I was getting around, like, half a million view viewers on Snap every day when I did my prep. That's crazy. Yeah. Half That's a million. Crazy. Every day, bro. I, I, my Snap went from, like, 150K to, like, half a million during one prep. So it was, like, very beneficial for me to just, like, get exposure and, like, you know, and inspire some people and stuff. Um, but I don't really care about that, like, that much about followers. Obviously, like... You know, I want to hit a million IG and shit, but like, I don't, I'm not like other people in this place. For me, it's crazy. Like, I've, uh, I've followed the bread, like, for me personally. Like, I started off with fitness. Yeah. And that was like my gateway 
into all the social media. And then, yeah, I've been in crypto for like years and years, way before I started social media. But when I saw an opportunity to monetize my content through crypto, like that was where I took. And I still believe that for our generation, like crypto is still going to be the best way to like make life-changing money in such a short span of time. And it's yeah. funny seeing people ride it off so quickly again. But, but do you think it's going to be soon or do you think it'll just be like a long, like steady line up? No, it's never steady. Like you have, you know, what you call like blow off tops and stuff. Like it goes nuts. It's so hard to like estimate the, now though, right? The hardest thing is timing, you know? Yeah. Like, like everyone wants to wait and buy the perfect bottom. But for me, I think like... 2025 um i know we have etf decisions coming up and stuff so we'll see how that goes but i don't really see us doing crazy numbers anytime this year and again everyone's always trying to like but everyone says different like obviously now you say that and mm. i think you said that before as well but then i'll speak to other crypto guys and they say they say like oh yeah after summer it'll be good no it's gonna be good in 2024 or no it's gonna be good when the bitcoin halving is blah 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 you know it's always like different stories and well that's the thing no one knows and that's yeah. why i always preach like people are like oh it's now a good time to buy bitcoin and like you never really know for me personally like now if you don't have any it's not an awful time the way that i look at it is it's going 100k plus right so whether you buy at 25,000 or 20,000 you're not going to be tripping when it gets to over that 100k mark you know what i mean but too many people they wait and they wait and they wait and they end up yeah. just missing the boat you can't but let's say you buy a 50 grand and let's say it goes to 10 grand now mm -hmm. and then you it goes to and then it goes to 50 then people are going to regret they didn't buy a 10 yeah it's always gonna be like that. Yeah. Or it goes, it goes to fifty, and then goes back down to ten. Then everyone who bought at fifty is gonna be hella pissed. It could be, you know, it could be a twenty-five now. And people are saying, "I'm waiting for 17. It yeah. drops to twenty, and then from twenty, it goes to fifty. Yeah, so you never fucking know. The way I look at it is just, you know, locking your price. And for me, like, I'm past my phase of like trying to preach and convert because it doesn't really matter, you know. Like a lot of people even yeah. thought that I like died, bro. Like I have dudes on my Instagram, like, is this dude in jail? This and that. <laughs> And it's like, long story short, like, dude, I, I, there was one period in summer. I remember I texted you, no answer. Three days later, I text you, no answer. I call you, no answer. And Ma Max says the same. Our homie says the same thing. And we're both like, bro, where the fuck is Josh? There is no way. I swear, it was a whole week. Like, you were just like unreachable. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, a week later, you're like, oh, sorry, bro. I'm just like in the middle of jungle. I have no data and shit. Yeah. No, bro. I, <laughs> no, just, I generally thought like you got kidnapped or some shit. No, I just, put the, days. I just put the phone away, bro. Like, for me, I have like a love-hate relationship with social media. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. need it social media doesn't really impact my income yeah like you know i make my money from investing and like even now like the last like um while i've been trading forex and shit like trying you know start up a new challenge but so i don't really need social media and that's the beauty because honestly like if you I, don't have any big income streams on social yeah like compared it, to me i have to be on it every day yeah every day. like there's look there's ways honestly that i monetize through social media you yeah. know like um when the market's going crazy and you know the more members we have in a discord when we talk about a certain play the more people buying it the higher the price is going to go um you know stuff stuff like that and again if i have a crazy big audience then new projects will give me the opportunity to invest in early so like a lot of people look at me and they're like bro how do you not charge for any of your information because i make fuckers money and they're like, it's crazy that you don't charge anything. But I monetize another way. You know what I mean? There's always, yeah, 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 yeah. There's different ways to do it. And for me, I like the community. And like, like let's say you would have a paid group, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you have a thousand members in there. Those thousand members, like, uh, yeah, they might pay you like 200 bucks a month, which is like 200 grand. But you might make more money if you have 50,000 people follow you for free and then invest into the projects you invested to earlier, right? Yeah. There's just better ways. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. And it's also, it's like... It's not worth my time to like have a paid group because I don't need that extra money. And it's the amount of work that goes into it. Like if you really give out quality shit is like, it's too much. It's just not, I like to fuck around too much. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I still think, I don't know when it'll be, but for sure, hundred percent, the shit will go nuts. The only K, huh? hundred K BTC. Yeah. Easy. The only way that it really that it might I, get fucked yeah. is if we have like a global recession like around the board because yeah. then you know bitcoin even though that's the whole reason it's a thing is to be recession proof you know and potentially you know help help with inflation this and that it's still not there like the trust is not there yet and so like if we have for example the stock market crashes real estate all that stuff like a lot of people have been predicting will happen soon 
I don't think people are going to be rushing to buy magic internet money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they if they struggle, but it to could pay also rent, be the case because if that's the only thing that keeps up, it would be. But I mean, people aren't going to have money. Like I okay, think that yeah, I guess, after, yeah. I think after it could have a positive impact because then people could be like, damn. They've done it to us again, you know. They they've done it again. They yeah. fucked us. They've made money worthless. You know. Now I'll buy Bitcoin. Top shit. But for me, I don't think, you know. Yeah. I, I, I just I, feel like there has to be like a very good reason for ever. Because I feel like half the fucking world knows about crypto already, right? Yeah. If you if you go out here to Dubai, ask anyone, do you know what crypto is? They'll say yes. Yeah. Everyone knows about crypto. Ten years ago, that wasn't the case. No one knew about crypto really. Did not. So that even, was very early, not even right? Five years ago. No. Exactly. So. Now everyone knows about it. It just has to be like a good reason for people to buy in, right? Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's what ETFs will do. What's you know, ETFs? Um, it pretty much, like, in simple, it just makes it a lot easier for, like, traditional investors to come into the market. Like, okay. it's like a gateway almost. Okay. Um, and so, like, you have BlackRock, who's the largest yeah, asset yeah, 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 yeah. on the planet. You know, they filed for one. Um, Kathy Woods, ARK Invest, they've filed for one. Um, so what what does it like if it pretty much if it gets approved it'll just allow it'll it's like a bridge it's like an easy way for money to come into the system and okay. it'll be i think i mean a lot of money will come through with that there's also a lot of speculation that through the etf they can use it rather to just control the price which won't be great um but either way i don't see it as a bad thing and i know that there's now um, there was already an ethereum etf approved but it's not spot it's future which okay. i don't know how to explain that you know like in the depth but long story short it just makes it easier for people to invest um mm. it allows it's like a it's like a bridge it's just yeah, a bridge yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's between like, between the real money and the yeah it'll just allow for like a lot of new money yeah, 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 yeah. so for me i still think that that is so that out. haven't so that has not happened before no never so it just only started now like if you go look a lot of people compare it if you go look at like gold yeah what happened to the price of gold after the etfs were approved it went nuts yeah it went absolutely nuts and i still think like uh if we had to see like the markets take a nuke, I still think gold, silver, you know, metals, it's still the safest bet. Yeah. Hands down, hands down. But last thing I would do right now, and I actually, you know, because I spoke about like I was buying property, I um, got rid of that shit. I told them find another buyer, sell my stake in it, because the last thing I'd ever want to do is buy property right now. Yeah, I wouldn't buy property. I don't know when it's going to happen, but yeah. I see like a massive it's just a bubble. You know, we talked like to some of the homies here when we were talking um, the other day and they're telling me how they have two, three X their portfolio, their property portfolio in the last like mm -hmm. few years. I think these, like most most places in Dubai, three X in value the past four years. Dude, you don't, you don't buy. If that is like too, like it's, it's, it, no, it doesn't happen. You don't buy property and just hold it you know, and 3x your money in a few years. Because it's not... Three, four years, they, They're not, no. like, refurbishing it or anything. No. Like, they, that's just holding. So it's, it's a contract. Yeah, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, that's crazy. That's not how real estate works. No. And I don't want to... No. And they're also... You also, should go up, like, 2x in the next 20 years. And they you also, know? They're also just, like, so convinced yeah. that it's going to keep going up. And I'm like, cool, that's... But that, that's, the, that's the agents, though. The agents are very... I know, I know big people and shit like that in, in both, like, real estate and stuff. And I've spoken to a few, and here in Dubai, I've been told to not to buy. Uh, other places, in the, it's a bit different outside, though, because in Dubai, is, everything is like just growing and growing. Yes, no, the interest is, is up as mo in most places. That's why the prices is up and shit. Yeah, but I mean, for me, like just property over the last few years has yeah. gone so nuts. I'd rather just wait. I'd wait for yeah. like... Because, again, it's going to come down. It's not a matter of if, but when, you know. Yeah. So even if it continues to go up for the next year, I'd rather just not be the dude. No, 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 no. And it's always still, like, real estate is still one of the safest bets that you could you have out there. Because even if you buy a crib and the value comes down a little bit. You can still live there. You're still going to have a roof over your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but even so far as now, you know, like, crypto, if you, if you bought Bitcoin and hold it for four years at any point in time, when you bought it and you check four years later, you are up. Yeah. At any point since it was launched. But here's the problem. I feel like with all the past, like, you know, bull run and all that stuff, people have gotten very impatient in crypto, no? Oh, yeah. People are desperate. Compared bro. to, like, investing in the SP500, where people know going into the SP500 that, okay, in 10 years' time, I might double my money. People are just desperate. That's what I've yeah. learned, too. And that's why there's even, there's just more and more scams every day because people are literally retarded. Yes. And they see all these, all these 20, 20 year, 19 year old kids just coming to Dubai, buy houses, drive, drive Lambos, and all this shit. Social media, I think social media is the problem. Yeah. You go on the Instagram real page now, you'll see video after video of all these, like, 21 year old, uh, 
eight-figure, you know, crypto gurus. Fucked up, bro. Just posting reels and, you know, everyone's like, oh, this manifesting 2027, blah, 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 blah. That wasn't the case five, six years ago. It was not the case. I w- yeah. You wouldn't see those videos. And now even with like Tate and everyone, everyone is like, you know, um, almost like advertising, you know, the, the, the lux- luxurious lifestyle yeah. and stuff. It kind of just like gets everyone very greedy. In a way, it almost makes you feel worthless if you're not like a millionaire. Yeah, no, I, bro, I feel broke. Yeah. I, gen- I feel broke. Yeah. I generally do. Like, I, it's crazy. And I don't, I don't think, obviously, if I lived in Sweden now, I'd, pr- I'd probably live way better than what I do out here in terms of just like, you know, house and all this stuff. But like, not even just being here, but being anywhere else in the world, it's just like, when I go, it doesn't matter where I go. There's always just all these like crazy wealthy people. Yeah, but so, it, I don't social know what media it, and even Dubai, bro, just yeah. straight up like, yeah, be making you feel like you're a piece of shit for not having $5 million at 24 years yes. old. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's kind of crazy, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's changed so much that it's like, oh. and especially going back to Africa now, you know, I've been telling you it's hard for me adapting again because over there, that's not the case. Yeah. Like, no one gives a shit, you know? It's, um, it's like a way different life, you know? It's like real freedom there. Like, you, everyone just does whatever they want. Like, no one cares about social media. No one yeah. cares about money, you know, as long as you have enough to live comfortably. Yeah. Um, but do you think it's going to keep evolving that way? Like, the, the younger generation is going to just get wealthier and wealthier? I mean... Because I feel like at this point, people that are 30-plus don't really sit down and look that much into AI and, you know, e-com and all yeah. that shit. But then you have all these 14, 15-year-old kids sitting in... Yeah, just like, you know, you just make so much money. I've seen like, I've seen reels and like TikToks of like 13 year old kids like waking up at 5 a.m., do like e com. Yeah, take a cold shower, go to school, come home, sit at home the whole night, do like their journaling and all that. 14 year old, man. 14. When I was 14, I had a Nintendo DS and I played fucking Pokemon. Yeah, you bro, know? It's, it's, it's lit, you know, good for you, but also at the same time, like... Fuck. No, you gotta have a childhood, man. <laughs> Enjoy your life. It's yeah. the one time you can fuck around. As when, you, when you hit your 20, 21, 22-year-old range, then, yeah, that's when you can, like, look into making money. I was lucky. I wasn't even planning on getting, like, wealthy through, like, you know, fitness or anything. Yeah. But for me, it just kind of happened. But that's and you were just at the right place yeah. at the right time with crypto. It's even the thing, like, with, like, Tate and shit, bro. They don't become millionaires in their early 20s. No. I don't know how old he is now, but bro, I'm he's, pretty he's sure. He's, like, like, mid-30s. Yeah, like, early 30s was when he really popped off, you know? Yeah, like, you still yeah, got time. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that you've got, you know? I feel like too many people rush it and they, you know, pressure it. And then you have people like Iman Ghazi, obviously very young and successful. I think he, you know who he is, right? Yeah, Scammer. Scammer? Not a scammer, but a scammer. In what does way? That makes sense, bro. So like, even yeah, I've heard as well. Apparently, he doesn't have as much money as he says no, he does. I, bro, I think he's got the dough. Yeah. I, I think he's got the dough, and he honestly seems like a chill dude. Like, I like. Yeah, he seems of, hella cool. Yeah, some of his content's really good, but um, a lot of it too. Like I was talking earlier about monetizing. Like a lot of these dudes, you know, he he has his whole. You know, he made a lot of his bread. I don't think he made much bread from his agency. I think most of it came from his thousand, two thousand dollar courses. You know. Yeah. Um. And that's how he monetized. So, you know, before, like six months even ago, a year or two years ago, I'd look at these people. I'm like, you're a fucking scamming piece of shit. But at the end of the day, everyone's just, you know, trying to find their own way, this and that. And, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot, bro. Like even uh, take Luke Belmar, for example, right? I was telling you before this pod um, and I have the screenshot. So if you go, he did a podcast with um, one Ahmed, the dude here. um, And he talked about how during the crash, he bought... In the podcast, he said that he bought Ethereum. Um, he was buying order blocks at $90 on Bitrix and Kraken. If you go and pull up the charts, the very, very bottom of the wick, which no one buys the bottom of the wick. Yeah. It's just not possible. Yeah. Um, the very bottom of the wick on Bitrix was 90 flat. And the lowest on Kraken was 89.80. So like the chances of him literally buying the bottom low of the wick yeah. Is like one in a billion. Yeah. And you know, that's how he said it. Was that just for like a few minutes or like a few days? No, that would have been minutes, seconds. That, yeah. That, that just like which, and that's yeah. And then immediately ripped up from that. That yeah. was the lowest point that it went to. And he says he was buying chunks. That, uh, that was after tw- 2017, right? Yeah. And he, he was saying he was buying chunks of, you know, $10,000 order, you know, orders at a time. And that's, I'm just telling Dude, you. Dude, I wish I had more money three years ago. I was sitting there buying like 0.5 yeah. ETH at 500 bucks and yeah. shit. So I'm not even saying yeah. he's not a smart dude and this and that. And he's made a lot of bread, but I'm just telling you that's cap. 
So oh, that, yeah, you yeah. know, like that's cap. And now again, you know, he puts out this kind of info and now people want to pay to join his 1% club or whatever it is. And he just rakes in money from there. So like, it's just hilarious to watch. But I, like, I don't have anything against people like having already like their paid groups and stuff. Same as me. Like I, if I have a paid like monthly paid like fitness app, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing like nothing weird. But if let's say I'd claim natural now and like, and I promote it, I'd like, okay, I can make you look like me naturally. Join my join my fitness app. Then that'd be hella wrong, right? Yeah. Same as kind of what he's doing there's, now. There's yeah? levels to it, you know. But yeah. uh, again, it's just all these dudes that have even made it like made stupid money, really like young. They've also, you know, done some shit that's gone around the lines. You know, it's yeah. like like stuff like that. I'm just saying, and I also think Mo- most fun. of them, not all of them. Some, Not, of the, some of these guys are ninety percent is smart. The, yeah. du- the dudes that have made money on their own, entirely on their own and shit. You don't see them because no. they're not on social no. media. No, like I know some of the crypto dudes that were behind a lot of the projects. You know, early twenties worth over a hundred mil, and you'll never hear of them. No, they're not on social media. Yeah, I met some of those people as well, like twenty-two year old kids, like my age, just yeah. like sitting on hundred. But again, million. these dudes are on social media milking no. it twenty-four-seven because they bring in more money through social media. Yeah, you know, for his one percent club. Yeah, the ones who really bring like milking on socials are the ones who haven't really made that money and just trying to advertise it through yeah. social. For me personally, I'd always like even now while like I don't post a whole lot. My goal was to never become famous. I just wanted bread. Yeah. So like I'd rather be wealthy and in the dark than, you know, all over social media and this and that. Um, but yeah, just, you know, just off the top of my dome, those are two dudes that have done that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm betting, I'm, I'm willing to bet that, you know, I know there's other vloggers here in Dubai and shit with crazy bread, um, but it ain't their bread. Yeah. You know, come yeah. from wealthy families and stuff, but it looks like they've made all yep. this money from doing their content and this and that, um, even though their views are crazy. But, it's just not the case. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like that kind of stuff traps, you know, especially young dudes. They're like, fuck, man, you know, I got to be doing this. I got to be doing that. Not really in my, it's not the real world. You know what no. I mean? No. Not the real world. Just and- stick to your own plan. Just like fi- find something you love to do and shit. And then try to find su- like success and stuff through that. Because like yeah. at the end of the day, you probably love crypto. Like, you've been in the game for a while because you're, like, very interested in it. In it. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you've probably always been very interested in, like, finances and, like, banks and all that shit, I actually shit, right? fucking hate it the way that it's gone, honestly. Like, no, honestly. yeah, but you, you still have very... Like, every, every other day when I see you, you're like, oh, SEC this and uh, all these fucking random terms, right? I have no yeah. idea what the fuck you're saying, but you know what I mean? I've always loved working out, you know? Mm-hmm. Since, I, since I was, like, 15. So... And then we're, we're both lucky because now we're able to do it for a living. Yeah. But I feel like just, you know, if you are a smart kid or like, yeah, if you have like, a, like you want to, you know, do something more with your life, then just like keep on doing what you love and try to scale it that way. Yeah. Whether it's like, I don't know, whether you're a fucking makeup artist or I don't know, photographer or whatever, you can still scale it, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd say just stick to that and don't don't watch all these like, 15 second videos of 20 year old driving around Lamborghinis and stuff in Dubai. Yeah, and also, that's just gonna fuck with your head, you like know? Like you say as well, you know, it's 15 seconds. You have no idea what that person's feeling mentally yeah. as well. Like, I know plenty of people, you know, early 20s, especially here, early 20s, 10 million plus dollars, yet they're some of the most depressed cunts I ever know. Yes. Then yes. I go to Zimbabwe and you watch these kids barefoot kicking around a soccer ball with no even fucking tether on it anymore. Hello, happy, bro. Just smiling ear to ear, and I'm like, damn, you know, so. But it's hard with social media not yeah, to compare yeah, yeah. yourself, you know, and you watch that shit and it's like, damn, I'm a victim of it, bro. I see that shit and I'm like, you fucking bum, you know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. You gotta start trading forex. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm the same, bro. But uh, no, honestly, I just tell, I just recommend people to put their phone down, you know. You know what's crazy though, bro? Um, is going the route of like uh, Adam Twenty Two, you know, for bread. You saw that shit? No. You didn't see what happened with Adam Twenty Two? No, I, I saw. I saw your TikTok. I didn't really know what you were talking about, though. But I saw it. That's crazy. So, his, so Adam Twenty Two has um, he has a wife. Yeah. Fully married and everything, and uh, him and his wife they have a kid as well. It's pretty important key as well. Okay. They have a they have a young daughter. Yeah. I don't know if they have any other ones. Okay. But um, so that him and his wife already, which is kind of bizarre. You know, if you're doing this stuff, you shouldn't be having kids, in my opinion, because uh, your kid's going to be traumatized no matter what you say, no matter how much money you make. But yeah. anyway, his, uh, him and his wife have a podcast, and once a week they bring on a new porn star, and they shagger. Um, they rip like a podcast together, and then they shagger. 
Wait, like on the on the same on yeah, the like on the podcast. So that that's his thing, right? Um, and I dude, I used to love Adam Twenty Two. Like his content used to be. Fly. Wait, is this new or no? Like this concept? No, he he's had Plug Talk is the name of it. He's had it for a while, and so then and he does his same concept every week. Every week, just a different bitch. And he's done it for a while. For a while with uh, with his wife, and then why well, haven't I never heard about this? I don't know, bro. But uh, bro, that's that. But that's fuck. So where they turned up the level, right? Imagine you and me just bringing on a new girl here every week and just shagger after the bro. It, so, what the fuck? So when the, where, they, where he turned on the Jets yeah. was um, he then, you ever heard of Jason Love? No. He's on TikTok, bro. He's pretty funny. Giant black guy. Like okay. he's huge, swole. I've seen him. Bro, he's swole. Um, he's packing heat, everything. And so for the first time ever, his wife did a scene with him. And so she shagged him. And like Adam was like hyping it up and everything, you know, his wife just got piped. And like, so she goes and she talks about how she couldn't walk for days and that. He also cream pied her. And this is a game. Wait, this black guy? Yeah. This is, this is a game. Okay. Bro, regardless of the skin color, yeah. whatever, another. No, 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 no. I don't know. It yeah, was no, just I'm, like. I'm just saying. So like, this other guy just another, comes in there and piped pipe Adam 22's wife. Yeah. Another dude has shagged your wife on camera. And again, bro, they have a daughter. So, like, he was, and a lot of people were like, oh, he's such a smart businessman. Everyone's talking about it now, this and that. And I was like, dude, at what point is, like, is the money not worth it? Like, yeah. there's no way the money. No, but he can't, he can't love that woman. It's impossible. He said that he was turned on by it and this and that. And I was just like. Damn. I mean, people have weird, like, fetishes and, like, all this shit, right? For me, bro, again, it's the kid. But. Like, you're telling me yeah, that the kid's going to have If you have a kid upbringing? together. At least go do it solo, you know? Not yeah. with you, not the parents. Not, bro, and not the camera. So, like, it was all over the place. And the craziest part is the video is free. Like, you There's so much wrong with it, though. Yeah. The camera, can. just, like, both parents and one kid. And, bro, it's just a sonata. Okay, that's fucking crazy. Crazy, bro. That, so, yeah. that's, something, that's something different. So, like. that was something that was ripping for a while. And then you even had, bro, good on Fousey for um, making the comeback, bro. Because, you on know. The, on the girl, he... Not even that, bro. Just in general. Like, I see clips of Fousey, and I'm like, when I think of, the like, selling your soul, for me, that's the definition of selling your soul. Like, the other day, he's wearing, like, a pink ski mask on his head. He's got a missing veneer, and he's fighting with a 19-year-old kid. And I'm just like, dude, you've lost it. Like, all while having mental breakdowns and live-streaming himself for views, he lost his deal with Kick. And I'm like, dude, you've lost it. Like, at what point yeah. is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like... No, but I feel like uh, he is at a point where now he's just, like, giving up, you know? Mad embarrassing, bro. Like, yeah. I just, for me, it's never worth it. Like, it's never that deep. Yeah. Never. I feel like when you get that much clout, it, it can fuck with you so heavy, bro. Yeah. Bro, men are down bad. And then even now, you know, I've been showing you Logan Paul, bro. Oh, yeah, but that's... that's His missus has been around the block. And, like, a dude of... A very big block, bro. Yeah, very big block, bro. Long line block. And, like, dude, for a guy that has millions of dollars and is in shape and everything and has his own podcast and it's crazy. had one of the craziest comebacks ever, for you to settle, like, with that is, I mean, I showed you the video of her today yeah. talking about how she wants peen. Um, yeah, she's laying there in her sofa just screaming she wants us men are down bad right now, yeah. bro. We had Logan twenty, Logan. <laughs> we had uh, Logan twenty two. We had fucking Adam twenty two first. Then we had Logan Paul. Now we got Fuzzy, and I'm like, yeah. we just need a, we need another dude to pop, you know? <laughs> it's, it, crazy. It, it's not looking good for us. No, bro. have you? Did you see that thing about Fuzzy as well getting a? a um, I don't know exactly what happened, but he was he apparently just like raped this girl or whatever. No, he didn't rape her. No, no, but, uh, no, but... I heard it. No, yeah. Did so, you show me this? No, I think I saw it. No, but like else. pretty much what it was was like he met this girl at the airport that was yeah, blackout yeah, yeah. drunk and then she also admitted to being um, a victim of uh, like sex trafficking and stuff and then he went to the bathroom and shagged her and I was like, ah. But that, that's crazy to do on a live stream. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I don't know. It's, it's pretty fucked. It's all just a little wild to bro, me. Bro, I don't know what's happening, man. I feel like some people are just like... Like you have people like Mr. Beast staying humble, just keep on expanding, you know, just like growing. And then you have all these old old generation just like trash, you know? Absolutely nuts, bro. But I'll, I'll never sell my soul. But long story short, there's lots of way to monetize your content, you know? Um, I'll always praise get on social media. But, you know, you can do it like that if you want to. But you don't need to, you know, whether it's, uh, again, like these dudes charging paid group promos. Um, yeah, that's, whether that's it's, crazy. I mean, you you run Snap hard. Yeah, I've tried to get on Snapchat, but it's... You will soon. You need a verified ticket, you're good. Yeah, it's a little bit... People don't know, though, like the amount of money. Like I can be making two, three, four bands a day some some good days. That's, yeah. for a, that's a whole month of working for a good, like, good job in Sweden. 
Yeah. I make that shit in a day by sitting in my bed, answering people's questions, go up, record my breakfast, go to the gym, record my workout. And all I do is just put my phone, you've seen it yourself, put my phone on a bottle bottle. I just, think ask you to hold my yeah, I just think it's funny because like especially LA, I knew so many people with hundreds of thousands of followers and dead broke. Yeah. And then I knew people with 20, 30K followers that monetized the shit out of it and were making six figures YouTube? every few months. No, bro, like 30, Everything, 40K on yeah. TikTok, but they were doing shit again. You know, they had paid groups, this and that, which again, I don't do because it's not my favorite thing. But yeah. again, they making, you know, 100 bands every month or so versus someone you know that has 10 times the following and is making nothing do you think friends tech is gonna be a good thing do you think it's actually gonna i think it's already fucked to be honest i was looking at the volume and stuff i I like the concept of it you know friends tech for those that don't know it was like an app that launched a few weeks ago um it's basically like monetizing influencers monetizing influencers but again the biggest problem is that it's like through crypto so now you need to know how to use crypto have crypto and on top of that it was on the base chain so not even ethereum so it's like trying to explain that to a normal person i didn't know is impossible i didn't know but yeah so the concept of it was you buy shares in an influencer and if they continue to grow if they continue to do well their share price increases so you win as an investor and then at the same time the influencer get pays out uh, fees. So it's like a win-win, basically. Yeah. If it worked right, but but the, yeah, there's just many things missing. I guess you know. I just yeah, the whole first of all, it's, it's too complicated to even buy shares. Yeah. Because it's like for me, I, I I know a good amount of crypto stuff, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to figure out how to you know deposit money, and then second of all, a share price of like an influencer not even that big is like. It went up to like five pounds. Yeah, no, and no. it's like, what kind of like average normal person can afford that? You know? No, crazy. But yeah, I mean, I just wanted to. Next part, I definitely want to talk about like how to monetize your content because again, yeah. I feel like there's so many people that have no idea, mm-hmm. and it's actually the easiest thing on the fucking planet. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember, bro, but even like Jack's homie that came like a, a few months ago, or whatever, bro. I see him. He rips. Who? Um, I don't want to drop his name, but he was here. Um, and the, the dude from overseas, uh, he was here. Yes. And okay. so like, bro, I see him on Instagram, bro. He's ripping, he's growing at crazy pace, but like, he's not, I don't see him monetizing his content. I see him doing one off like brand deals and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can monetize your content in like a month, bro. Like even just some of the Forex dudes, bro, like 80 K followers on IG, but Lambo, Huracans, Eurus's, everything. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. So I feel like if people knew how to monetize better. They'd be up so yeah, good. hundred percent. But it's hard also in our niche, I'd say, in fitness, huh? No, actually not. A good friend of mine, I you told you about this. You just bro. I thought he had fallen off for years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to drop any names or anything, but he, uh, he, I mean, he, he was, was pop- very low-key. Popping years ago. Very low-key guy. And just takes me and he sold his, his company now for like many millions of dollars. Eight, over eight figures. And he, he doesn't have a big, like, crazy following, nothing. And it's just because he was smart, like, monetizing it through someone else. Bro, I'm not going to lie. Hit me up. And he's like, bro, what's like Dubai like? I'm thinking about moving there, this and that. And I remember being like, dude, I fuck with you, but where the fuck are you getting your funds from? Like, I was, I was literally, I was thinking, yeah. I was like, what are, what are you talking about moving to Dubai, bro? How do you have funds like that? Yeah. And then you told me this, and I'm like, fuck. So, oh, bro, crazy shit. No, it's just, it's just cool to see some of, some of these people just... A lot of I've noticed a lot of people who make a lot of money have fallen off, and just just find different ways. Because before, right? Like let's say you pop, you have 300k followers now on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You take the first brand deal you get, and you stick to that for like two, three years. And then let's say you fall off after that, you're gonna start looking for different ways to monetize your content. I feel like a lot of times people find ways that are easier to scale so they go into like pt or online coaching or like different start a brand something right and then you just scale that and scale it and scale it and scale it and eventually you know that takes off um but i feel like a lot of people are just stuck with this easy money you know they they throw a they get a shirt with a logo on mm-hmm. and they do the same thing they do anyway and they get yeah. paid they, they get paid enough to just you know have their have their crib chill at home go to the gym do what they love which to a lot of people, it's like enough. Yeah. But like, you, you could like 10x your money. Yeah. Just by, that's like, a good example is like me, me and Gymshark, like, like me dropping Gymshark. I was making like 
1500 a month, two grand, I think. Really? Yeah, at 400K followers. That's piss change. And I, but that's like, that was my main income. And then I had a supplement company that I worked with well. But I, I was probably making three, four. Damn, bro, how was, the game has changed since I was then. probably making three, four bands a month. Fuck me. Four or five bands a month, right? When I moved to Dubai. Yeah. If you guys are listening, thinking that's good, it's shit now compared to what you're doing. Yeah. And it was. now I make ten, over 10 times the amount of money. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, let's say I'm, I think I was sitting at like two grand max mm. by Gymshark, right? And we were considering, no, James dropped Gymshark. I was considering dropping Gymshark, but I was so scared of doing it because otherwise, like if I dropped them, I wouldn't have another income. Yeah. Um, because he was like the only thing I relied on, right? So I couldn't, I, I literally like, I could not drop them because then I had to go back home and fucking sit at home and earn no money. Yeah. But then eventually I got another contract from another company that allowed me to have my own brand. So I dropped Gymshark. I dropped at two grand a month. Fast forward a year later, we have our first drop and we make two, over two, almost a quarter million dollars in a day just by doing that decision. That's a hundred, over a hundred months of working with Gymshark. Ten years of working with Gymshark in a day. The riskiest players always end up. Bro, that, that, that's, that's fucking crazy. I was sitting there and I was like, wow, that's ten years of salary. Literally. You got to risk it to get the best. Yeah. A hundred percent. But yeah. How's the, how's the time looking? Damn, we are running out of time now. What fellas. time is it? Uh, hour six. I think my camera's out, bro. What time is that? Hour, I think it was an hour ten. Yeah, so it's an hour six. Let me peep. So no, I mean, let's go. Let's wrap it up now. But yeah, yeah fellas, uh, we lacking on storage and stuff on the memories. So um, we'll be back next week. But yeah, just wanted to run a pod back, uh, let you know we're not dead and everything. Um, and, um, uh, we're we'll gonna be more consistent now, inshallah. That's the goal, bruv. But I uh, appreciate it's you. It's not boys. easy. It's just like yeah. planning it. That's a hard. Like it's so easy to just come here, record an hour, and then you know. And again, me and you don't make money from this, so it's like it's not. I'd love to do, but it's not top priority. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we like, monetize this, then it'd be like, I don't know. It's just something. Not, but I like I like the feedback though. It's so fun. it's like a hobby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, like the video, subscribe if you're new. Uh, leave a comment on what topics you want to see us talk about in the next one. Um, yeah, you want to? Do you have any codes or no? Code cousin, rise, bro, and Vical. Yeah, code cousin, cousin on Vical. Buy Vical. You, you actually use his code from me. Use his code because Mashallah. I only shit. So, uh, and then code Oliver on Inaka and huge supplements. The Enrage pre-workout is coded. Go get some. Ah, uh, legends. We'll see you next week. Much love.